up on today's federal newscast, a congressional inquiry into substandard military housing. VA eliminates official time for 100,000 medical professionals. And tracking the money the federal government collects each year. These stories and more in today's federal newscast. Welcome to today's federal newscast. I'm Terry Wing. Senator Mark Warner is pushing the Defense Department for information on how it will fix derelict homes on several bases in Virginia. The inquiry comes after a report from Reuters that detailed serious hazards in military housing across the country, including mold, leaks, mice, and other issues. The report goes on to describe the difficulties the military families face in having their concerns addressed by private real estate companies. Warner has asked DOD for a briefing on its plans to mitigate the issue and provide guidance on legislation to make private companies more accountable. A former recruiter for military language interpreters has been indicted in an alleged scheme that sent unqualified personnel to the battlefield in Afghanistan. Details from Federal News Network's Jared Serbu. The Justice Department claims Abdul Aman recruited candidates that he knew weren't proficient translators, but he got them through the screening process by having a friend take language tests for them. The Fairfax, Virginia man worked for a subcontractor in charge of hiring interpreters to serve alongside troops in 2011 and 2012. The case was investigated by the Special Inspector General for Afghanistan Reconstruction, which says Aman earned bonuses for every candidate he recruited. He faces federal fraud and conspiracy charges. Jared Serby, Federal News Network. The Army and the Navy are spending more money with small businesses than ever before. While the fiscal 2018 small business contract spending is not yet final, initial data shows the Navy increased the amount of money it contracted for with small business prime contractors by more than $2 billion to $15.3 billion. The Army estimates it spent more than $21 billion with small firms last year. The Defense Department will release an updated policy early next year on middle-tier acquisition. Defense Undersecretary for Acquisition and Sustainment Ellen Lord said the policy will detail and expand the use of new acquisition authorities that are aimed at making the procurement process faster. The procurement method focuses on rapid prototyping and fielding capabilities in five years or less. Agencies have more guidance now on how to implement the president's executive orders on collective bargaining and official time. The Office of Personnel Management says there are still provisions of the executive order that an August court order did not strike down. OPM Acting Director Margaret Weikert says agencies should prioritize efficiency and find ways to shorten the collective bargaining process. Veterans Affairs has eliminated official time for Title 38 medical professionals. The announcement means that some 104,000 medical professionals, including physicians, dentists, nurses, and others, will no longer be able to use what it calls taxpayer-funded union time. The decision to eliminate official time is part of the VA's effort to negotiate its collective bargaining agreements with four different unions. GSA is kicking off a pilot to reduce the likelihood of contract protests. The General Services Administration is trying to close the communications gap with industry. GSA kicks off a year-long pilot around enhanced debriefings. The goal is to tell successful and unsuccessful bidders what they did well and what they didn't in order to avoid protests and improve the overall contracting process. GSA says it plans to expand the pilot after understanding what approaches work best. 
Congress required DOD in its 2018 authorization bill to take on a similar initiative. GSA decided it was such a good idea that it's following suit. I'm Jason Miller. The Trump administration is looking to find possible solutions to bring change and modernization to the way the government does business. Under the president's management agenda, interagency cooperation is a key to the success. That's according to Lee Becker, the chief of staff at the Department of Veterans Affairs Veterans Experience Office. He said VA, together with the Office of Management and Budget, the General Services Administration, and the Office of Information and Regulatory Affairs, are looking at ways to tweak the PRA. The president's management agenda lays out a long-term vision for developing a future federal government by modernizing IT, acquiring top talent, and developing a federal data strategy to share government information. How much money does the federal government collect each year? And where does it come from? And how much do individuals contribute versus corporations? Those are all questions the Data Lab team at the Treasury Department is looking to answer with its new Federal Revenue Explorer. The tool tracks all the sources of federal revenue. The online tool also tracks revenue trends over time and compares the total U.S. revenue to other countries. The Homeland Security Department honors its best employees. More now from Tom Temin in today's management report. 673 employees receive awards in 10 categories. Secretary Kirsten Nielsen makes the presentations. The gold medal for exceptional service goes to William Vogel of FEMA for guiding thousands of people working on hurricane recoveries. Coast Guard rescue swimmer Brendan Kiley receives the top Valor Award for saving 112 lives during the flooding of Houston. Kevin Bashiers of the DHS Management Directorate is singled out for work with small business. I'm Tom Temin. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast. Or you can subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts. Also, follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at Federal Newscast. I'm Terry Wing. Thank you.